Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You've downloaded the Buckeye LeafCast with your host, Andrew T. Evans. With special guest, Chris Stefanik. So what does this do now for Ohio State's chances? What's this going to be for them playing up at Michigan this weekend? Obviously, it changes the whole complexity of the Michigan game. Had Ohio State beaten Michigan State, then it would truly come down to this weekend's game against that team up north. Whoever would have won that game would have the outright Big Ten East title in their hands and would be making a trip to go play Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. Instead now, whoever wins against Ohio State-Michigan has to sit there and wait for the winner of uh, the Michigan State-Penn State game before they can know who's going to be playing. So does this take a little bit of luster out of this weekend's game for you? Oh, I I don't see how it can't. I mean, the odds are Michigan State's going to beat Penn State. I mean, sure— it wouldn't be crazy to see Penn State win that game. You know, I mean, they lost to Nebraska. They had some nail biters to other teams. They don't have their all-star quarterback. They are not the same Michigan State team as we've seen in the past. This isn't a Michigan State team that was good as last year's Michigan State team, and that was with Connor Cook. Yeah, I know. So, you know, Penn State has a shot to beat them. Penn State's got a pretty solid defense, pretty good quarterback. But Penn State's a pretty flawed team, too, and Michigan State's going to be fired up. I mean, they know what they have to play for now. You know, it's going to be, um, I, you know, I, clearly the Spartans will be favored in that one, clearly. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just hoping that Ohio State doesn't come out feeling sorry for themselves because they think they feel bad now to close out the season with two losses, losing to that freaking the smelly rodents. I mean... <laughs> That is going to really be a sad state of affairs. I mean, at least if we lose to Michigan State, hey, you lost to a team that's, you know, they're ranked right now number six in the country. You lost to a, to a team, the, the number six team in the country, by three points as time expired in the rain. I mean, we know it's it's a cliche. Rain is the great equalizer. So you, you could take teams even when there's a, a, a big disparity in talent. And, when, and with Ohio State and Michigan State, there wasn't then it, it still it, it brings those teams down to a level playing field. It, it just, it, it does. It does. You know? And meanwhile, Michigan State, being a, the ninth-ranked team to play Ohio State, I mean, that was the highest-ranked team to visit the Horseshoe in Myers' tenure and the highest-visiting team since number three USC came back in 2009. So, that's, I mean, that's the highest-ranked team in the Horseshoe since 2009. And, you know, they lost on a field goal with as time expired in the rain. You know, hey, you're not going to win them all. You know, I mean, as much as I could sit here and be like pissed off about the play calling, pissed off that we should have won or whatever, this isn't that bad of a loss, to be honest. I mean, no. if you look at the one-loss teams that are out there, I mean, you know, Oklahoma, they lost to freaking Texas. 
You know, uh, even Alabama, number two in the country, Ole Miss, that was a bad loss, you know, at least relative to Ohio State, Michigan State. I mean, it's not even in the same ballpark. But they right now, they don't control their destiny. They're probably feeling down on themselves. And I know I'm feeling down. This has the potential to be, uh, you know, I mean, they could come out there and and, uh, turn this into a really ugly ending to this season. So I'm worried now. And, you know, we thought Michigan State put the clamps down on Tim Beck and Warner. Uh, That Michigan defense is no joke. So, uh, you know, consider me worried. I mean, if that's the best that, that Tim Beck and company have, uh, I mean, I'm freaking biting my nails. That's all I'm saying. I think that this weekend's game... Um, it, see, and, and it's hard to say that that due to this loss, that it still takes a little bit of luster out of it. But I really just... God, I wanted to see the Big Ten East title come down to Ohio State and Michigan, and damn it, if they had won yesterday, then that's what it'd have been, and that's what I want the, the game to mean every year. Now, is it going to be that way? Has it been that way uh, for the last several years? No, um, but still, boy, this season was just shaping up for that kind of showdown, like just that that 1969 feel. And granted, uh, the 1969 season did not end well for the Buckeyes. Uh, undefeated national champs go into Michigan Stadium against the first-year coach, and they lost. And that scenario was setting up for this weekend. So maybe actually it's a good thing that Ohio State uh, lost. And I actually, uh, after leaving the the press box to to go home last night, I was in the elevator with a pretty well-known columnist here uh, in uh, the Columbus area. And I, you know, we just kind of started talking a little bit. And I said, you know, maybe today's loss is actually a good thing going into the game against those smelly rodents up north because maybe they're going to be a little bit more laid back. There's not as much pressure to win. And he just kind of said, eh, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, he didn't really, you know, agree nor disagree with me. But, I mean, obviously this game can play out in two scenarios. One, they play, they go into the game loosey-goosey, who cares? And they smash them. Then again, they go into the game, like you said, feeling sorry for themselves. They're playing down, and this is a chance for the smelly rodents to take advantage of an Ohio State team that's down and, and come out with a win. But that would be pretty devastating if you lose the last two games of the season, and it's <laughs> to, uh, to teams both from the same state both representing uh, a certain odor that emanates from from the north. So I still, though, I'm obviously excited. I'm still looking forward to this game. Obviously, it's the game. Buckeye fans, Chris, this is still representative of the greatest college football rivalry ever to exist in the history of the game. Uh, but I, I, I can't sit here and say that, yeah, a little bit of shine has been taken off of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. having said that, um, what, what, what do you think? What are you looking forward to? You just made the mention of, of Tim Beck. Um, but 
how does Ohio State regroup, and how do they put together a win against the Smelly Rodents? Passing the ball, one thing. Uh, instead of just running it up the middle, running up the middle, they've got to get those safeties out of the box. They have got to do it. And JT Barrett can do it. The guy is a good passer. Just let him get some rhythm going. If he if he misses a couple of some guys, drop some balls. That doesn't mean you just say, well, screw it. We're going to run JT up the middle the rest of the game. You keep doing it. You know, you keep doing it. You, 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 as long as they're going to put guys in the box, play the numbers, and throw it. They get the guys out of the box, then you give the ball to Zeke. I mean, it, it's that easy. But, you know, I, at this point, don't have faith that's going to happen. After... The, Minnesota, the Illinois game, I mean, the Illinois game was so vanilla. So vanilla. Minnesota was really vanilla. People were saying, I think Meyer, he's just not wanting to show his hand. He knows he doesn't need to show his hand. I think that's just, that's that that that, that discussion's now out the, the window. We know that what we see is what we get. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, so many people were saying it. They, 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 I there's, thought that too. There's, yeah, they're saving something. For Michigan State and Michigan. Yep, me too. You know, and that that's they're so vanilla versus Illinois and Minnesota because they don't want to give anything away. But obviously, if you're playing Michigan State, what are you waiting for? You know, the, the game they basically almost never had a lead because their two scores they had as soon as the very next drive, Michigan State Michigan went State down answered. and tied it up. Yep. So they played the entire game tied with Michigan State. So, at what point do you say, you know what, you know, this is the worst offensive performance in the urban Meyer era, not just the urban Meyer era, you know, that was actually the worst offensive performance by an urban Meyer coached team and see, ever. I heard that. I heard somebody throw out that stat after yeah. the press conference. And I thought, man, I'd love to look into that. And quite honestly, God, I, that would probably be a lot of time and, and effort. No, but yeah, 135 yards. I mean, he's been coaching since I think 2000, 2001, head coach. Uh, oh, 01 he, was his first head coaching job at Bowling Green. Yeah, so I mean, we're talking, um, I think, over 200 games at this point, or right around that mark, and this was the worst performance. So obviously, if you're going to start, you know, throwing the kitchen sink at him, this was the game to do it. I mean, what are you, if you're saving a play, what the hell are you saving it for? And they didn't do it. So I have the no faith that they're not going, you know, Michigan is going to come out and dare them to throw. Michigan is going to come out, put eight, nine guys in the box and say, we're not going to let you run the ball on us. And is Ohio state going to try to throw it? I have no faith that they're, they're going to, because they didn't versus Michigan state. Yeah. They haven't done it a whole year. Yeah. They haven't done it the whole year. Yep. So I mean, like you said, yep, this is what they are. They don't care how many guys are in there. They're just going to keep running it up the middle. And against a team that's as quality of, of a defense as a Michigan State, as a as a uh, a smelly rodent, you know, um, it's not going to work. It is not going to work. So, and the scary thing about Michigan too is they actually have some stout cornerbacks as well. Yeah, they can put peppers. Those, they can put those guys on islands and and feel pretty good. So unlike Michigan State, where there was some hay to be made if you threw the ball around, it's pretty tight out there, which is why you know Michigan's got one of the top defenses in the country. But I mean, but you got to do something. You, I mean, they can't cover everyone. I mean, Ohio State has athletes all across the field out there. You know, you put them out there. I mean, I mean Braxton Miller is getting covered by safeties and linebackers and stuff. Th those guys are not going to be able to keep up with Braxton Miller. And even if you put a Jabril Peppers on a Michael Thomas. 
I mean, Michael Thomas in single coverage is basically open. <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you've only got single coverage on Michael Thomas, throwing the ball because he makes the play. I mean, he'll he'll the, even if the the defender is right there, most of the time he's able. He's just such an, an an expert with getting his body in the right position and and using his hands that he's going to come down with the ball. So I mean, there's been so many times where he's been totally covered and he still gets the ball. So, but you have to you have to throw it. You have to throw it. You have to say, you know what? It's kind of stupid to keep running it up the middle when there's 10 guys in the box. Do they almost come out and try to throw to set up the run, maybe? They're not, I, are they going to? I, I'm certainly not expecting that. Would, would I do it if I was them? Right. I would, you know, I would basically, if, if as long as there's eight, nine guys in the box, I would be throwing the ball. I would be doing a... I would have the account going on and be like, all right, you know, there's two plays out there. You know, every formation, you have at least two plays out of it. Anyway, you know, running and a passing. I'd be like, you know, go to the line, count how many are in the box. And that tells you which play it is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and if that means we just keep passing, passing, passing until they get the guys out of the box, like, you, you know, which would be throwing to set up the run, so be it. Is that what they're going to do? Probably not. So what do you think? Final score. How, how, how do you think this is going to play out? I'm freaking scared out of my mind, dude. Are you? I mean, they, oh, <laughs> I'll be honest great. with you, man. I'm nervous too. I've been nervous all year because I said that this was going to be the game. Chris, I honestly thought this was the kind of conversation we were going to be having next week after the Michigan game, not the Michigan State game. Well, here's the thing. They only scored when the Spartans gifted them turnovers, gifted them. So I mean, they're two. They're they're fourteen points. It took them a total of I think thirty eight yards to get fourteen points because they there were gift wrapped fumbles, gift wrapped muff punts. It very easily could have been a shutout. I mean, if they don't do that, I mean, seriously, we could be sitting here talking about a freaking seventeen to, to nothing victory by the Spartans. Or I guess it probably would have been fourteen to nothing because they wouldn't have kicked the field goal at the end. They would have just took a knee. Yeah, they right. But yeah, we we could be talking about a a, a shutout at this point. I mean. So, I mean, what are they going to do versus Michigan? Michigan's got a better team than, than Michigan State. I mean, granted, hopefully it's not raining. Um, yeah, I know. You know, I mean, that, that, here's one thing I will say. Rain was huge for Michigan State because, like we were saying, they were ninth in the Big Ten in pass defense. Nebraska threw all over them for 39 points. And Rain took away the pass, or at least... In Urban, as far as Urban Meyer was concerned, it took it away. I still think they should have tried, but obviously Urban differed with me and my opinion on that. So it completely took away and negated that weakness that Michigan State had. So that was huge. That rain was absolutely huge for the Spartans. So hopefully it's not raining this weekend. Who knows? I don't know. We're going to be going north, so it's going to be, you know, probably pretty cold late. You know. At, Thanksgiving weekend in uh, the state of Michigan, that's probably going to be a little chilly. I wouldn't be surprised if there's not some flakes in the air, you know, but maybe, I mean, well, that, I guess that could be the good thing is I'd rather have snow than rain, but uh, I'm looking up a forecast right now. Now this is weather.com and I like when you get on, they're actually somehow predicting uh, like two weeks into the future. 
<laughs> I know. How they're predicting two weeks into the future is beyond me. But according to weather.com, as of right now, Saturday, November 28th, a high of 36 degrees, but mostly sunny with a 10% chance of precipitation with about 12 mile an hour winds. Now, it says for Friday, 55 degrees, but raining most of the day. So, is that going to affect the field come Saturday? We'll see. Is that even going to pan out at this point? I mean, we all know how what the weather friggin' changes on a dime. So, for that to be the forecast as of right now, I think is... <laughs> that's kind of looking a little too far ahead. But, as for right now, according to weather.com, who are part of the Weather Channel... They're calling for a high of 36 on Saturday and mostly sunny with about a 10% chance of rain. So I think, um, yeah, Ohio State just needs to come out, play loose, play free, and and let's just hope that Tim Beck and Ed Warner get their heads out of each other's butts or out of somebody's butt and just wake up and just play football and utilize the strengths but like I said, I think what you see is what you get. And yeah. I am. I'm 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 nervous about this game. And I had said all year long I felt that Ohio State was going to lose this game in Ann Arbor this coming weekend. Um I don't have a lot of faith in the execution of the offense right now. Obviously, yesterday proved that. My faith uh, was not real great coming into yesterday's game. It's even less now. But this is the game. And this is, I think, going to be a hard-fought game. Um, but at this point, after seeing what I saw yesterday, I, 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 think, I think we could see Michigan... I think we could see Michigan drop uh, at least a two-score win. On Ohio State, excuse me. We can see the smelly rodents drop a two-score win on Ohio it's okay. State. Okay, I'm not Urban Meyer. Uh, I will well, to say that word. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't want to say. You know, I mean, you can't. It, it is. It's, it's, it's blasphemous to hey. say that name, especially in the week of all weeks. I'm wearing blue socks right now, so if Urban Meyer was here, he'd have me doing push-ups. But I'm wearing a blue shirt. Yeah. Did you see where he had the kids in his class do push-ups? No. First day, because he, he teaches a class at Ohio State. First day of class, he called everybody who was wearing blue. There was a handful of kids that wore blue to his class, had them come to the front of the room and drop and do push-ups. What? I'm <laughs> serious. They've got people captured on their phones. <laughs> That's great. No, I didn't see that. I'll have to look yeah, that, that up. That is hilarious. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I just so, – I, I, I don't have a lot of faith. I don't have a lot of faith. I think the – I think the uh, the rodents are going to. Um, I think I think they're going to make Ohio State look bad, uh, quite honestly. Or should I say, Ohio State is going to make themselves look bad, and in turn, it's going to make the rodents look a lot better. So, I hate you know, like I said, all season long, I, I felt Ohio State just 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 be on on a strictly a superstitious standpoint. I was making these these uh, predictions, if you will, and. After yesterday, I just, I, I just, my faith is gone in that they can actually turn this into a really good game. Final score, 
the smelly rodents um 31 ohio state 18 wow 31 i'm going with 31 to 18 smelly rodents I am going to pick Ohio State, but I'm really close to picking like picking Michigan in this one. I considered 23-21 Michigan. The spread is three. You know, Ohio State is favored. I'm going. I'm going to go 21-17 Ohio State. But boy, I will not be shocked one bit if Michigan wins this game. I, I don't think they're going to win by the score you said, but I, I could I could easily see 23-20. All right, twenty three, twenty one. Sorry, that's that's my that's like that's my second pick. It's Michigan twenty three, Ohio State twenty one. Ohio State never makes field goals, so I would never pick them to have twenty points. That would mean they actually made two field goals. You're right. That would be like that'd be that'd be three field goals in the game. Actually, wait. Yeah. No, twenty twenty would be two, but right. Well, two, if it's twenty three, if Ohio State scored twenty three, then that means no, no. I was I'm saying my score is twenty three, twenty one. Michigan with twenty three, Ohio State. With 21. My bad. Okay. So wait, what did you say? So you did say Ohio State. So so my my first pick to 17. My first pick yeah. is just because I hate picking against Ohio State. Yeah. It's 21 17 Ohio State. But there's a part of me that is so close to picking Michigan 23 over Ohio State 21. Are you sure? So I kind of I'm I'm couching it with two picks here. <sighs> See, I I'd, if Ohio State wins. Um, it's going to be by the skin of their teeth. I think it it, it won't be – it could be very reminiscent of the 2013 game where they literally had to pick off a two-point conversion in the end zone to seal the win. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I about freaking died. I, I lost five years off my life oh, in that game. My God. that I mean, seriously, Chris, that still, for me to this day, is the greatest Ohio State smelly road game I've ever seen in my entire life and and that includes the 06 game the 06 game was special but the the just the 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 roller coaster that this game had and the fact that it came down to a two-point conversion Brady Hoke with the call of the century in football to go for two with like what four seconds left on the clock to try and win the game and the pass gets picked off unbelievable yeah when he went for two and he made that call because before i was like it's it's okay they scored we'll go to overtime we can still win in overtime and i see him make the call for two and like my heart just dropped i'm like oh my god we are gonna lose to the freaking meat chickens (laughs) i'm like you have got to be kidding me we are gonna lose to that fat brady hoke son of a (laughs) bitch you know and then and then it ended the other way and the 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 elation, you know, dropping on my knees, hands in the air, <laughs> oh my God. crying out to the heavens. I, I, I mean, that was just, just seriously. And even if they had made that two-point conversion, I would still probably say that was the greatest Ohio State-Michigan game I've ever seen. I mean, just, just an unbelievable back and forth, just a battle. Just those two offenses were just going at each other. If Ohio State wins, though, is it going to be an offensive onslaught? No, I could see it be much more like yesterday's game where it does come down to a field goal or something silly like that. But a low scoring, more defensive battle uh, than 2013 was if if Ohio State's going to win. I think it, if, if I have to make OK, if you've made an Ohio State prediction. 
You've made a smelly Wolverine prediction. Excuse me. Well, smelly Wolverine, smelly Roden prediction. You've, you, if I have to make an Ohio State prediction as well, I'm saying 31-18 smelly, smelly Rodents. Um, if Ohio State does win the game, you're saying 21-17. to 17. <sighs> I'm going to go with – I'm going to – I think Ohio State could at least make a field goal. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna go with like a, I'm gonna go with like a, a, a twenty to twenty to eighteen. Uh, something stupid, you know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Twenty, 20 to eighteen. To 18 All right. Buckeyes over the smelly rodents if they're going to win the game, which I don't think they will. And I think Ohio State handcuffs themselves. Uh, they look bad. I think that they are not going to play inspired football because basically for them, I think, um, it was getting to the Big Ten championship game uh, and then obviously making the college football playoff. Now this loss has pretty much kaputted that for the most part. I think they're well, down. I think the Buckeyes are down. They're not going to play inspired. I think with Ezekiel Elliott coming out and saying what he did, that probably created a little bit of a rift. And um, I, I, I think you're going to see you're going to see the smelly rodents make Ohio State look bad on Saturday. I hate to say it, but that's just my feeling at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about this for a second. The winner of this game. I think the winner of this game is playing for either a shot in, in the in the conference title game if Michigan State wins or a shot in the Rose Bowl if Penn State wins. Or I'm sorry if, um, if uh, I said that wrong. The yes, other way around. I see what you – yes. So, I, I mean, if, if Michigan State goes on to play versus Iowa, the winner of the Michigan State-Iowa game will go to the, to the, the playoffs. Right. So I think if, that's – If, yeah, if, if either point, Michigan State – sure. Yeah, if, if either Michigan State or Iowa wins out, they are like virtually locks to play in the conference football playoffs, college football playoffs. But that, what that means is I think the Rose Bowl will pick the winner of Michigan-Ohio State. I, I think this game, you know, we talk about like the, the luster being off it or whatever, and they're not playing for the Big Ten title. Strange as it may be that they're not playing for the Big Ten title, that it's not coming down to this game. I think they could be. They may very well be playing for who gets to go play in the Rose Bowl because that's if I'm the Rose Bowl, that's who I pick. I pick the winner of that game. Hmm. So they better not come out flat because I'm like, you motherfucker, got a lot still to play for. You know that roses sounds a whole lot better than the Gator Bowl. Uh, well, and obviously any Ohio State, you know, Big Ten fan is is going to say that the Rose Bowl is much better than any other bowl if you're not going to go play for a national championship. The high state hasn't played in the Rose Bowl uh, since 2000 and uh, what the, the the 09 season. I sure heck yeah, I'd love to see Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. There's something to be said, yeah, about Ohio State, the Rose Bowl, just that symbol, that rose symbol, the the red petals and the 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 green, you know, flowery crap underneath it. I mean, it's just uh, it, it's it's yeah, it's it's a sight to be seen, and you could have a point. Well, in the Pac-12 is vulnerable right now too. Do you right not too. think though that? It, well, God, you. You close out the season with a victory over Michigan and a victory over Stanford in the Rose Bowl to be 13 and well, I guess it'd be 12 and one. That would it'd be hard to sit here and say, you know what, that wasn't that was a good year. 
how can you sit there and say it wasn't a good year? I mean, obviously, it didn't meet our expectations. Our expectations were Big Ten title and playoff berth. But that's a hell of a lot better year than the majority of the years uh, that I've got to live through as an Ohio State football fan. Sure. You know, by far. So, I mean, heck, that's pro- that's probably better than 2012 when they went 12-0 and undefeated. And, yeah, weren't able to play at all. And weren't able to play at all, yeah. I mean, I would rather, I'd take this one, so... It's certainly better than 2013, closing out the year with losses versus Clemson and Michigan State. You know they yeah. got to the they got to the title game that year, and uh, that didn't turn out so great. Well, sir, it's uh, been a pleasure. This side of the microphone, all here. Let's hope that we don't have another one of these uh, somber yet very animated discussions uh, <laughs> come come next Sunday uh, when the Buckeyes take on the Smelly Rodents. Noon kickoff, ABC in Ann Arbor, uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving. Should be a good one, Chris. Um, but before we go, you want to tell everybody out there uh, what's going on in the Christophonics world? Yeah, so I also have a podcast called Choice Conversations. I like to talk about parenting, politics, psychology, uh, all kinds of topics. No discussion is barred. Check me out. Just uh, get on Google. Search for Choice Conversations, and you'll find me. Right on. There you go. How about the, the political stuff? You still getting a lot of people wanting to talk politics? Yeah, that ends up being the ones that are downloaded the most. So, you know, me being so concerned about my fans like I am, um, I'm going to have to <laughs> scratch that itch for them, I guess, and get a few more shows on politics out there. Well, you know, got the uh, election coming up, obviously, next year. And right now, old, uh, yeah. old Donnie, the do-do-do, the da-da Donald. He's uh, yep. certainly still heating things up there with his uh, crazy rhetoric and whatnot. But, um, well, once again, sir, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. This portion of the Buckeye Leaf cast brought to you by Choice Conversations with Mr. Christophonic, as well as Christie's Cleaning Services, LLC. It's not clean until it's Christie clean. Visit her Facebook page at Christie's Cleaning Services, LLC. Also, Baker House on 8. For all the sweetest treats and delectable delights that you can fit into your mouth, visit BakerHouseOn8.com. That's B-A-K-E-R-H-O-U-Z-O-N, the number 8.com. Also, Columbus Wired for your premier source for all of Central Ohio and the entire state of Ohio's sports. Visit ColumbusWired.net. Check out some of the articles that myself and some of the other great beat writers we have, as well as some of the great photography Uh, from some of the uh, excellent photographers we have, like the Blue Jackets, Columbus Crew, of course, Ohio State uh, football, and now Ohio State basketball, Chris, is gearing up and uh, was not a good weekend for the Buckeyes as uh, UT Arlington comes into Columbus on Friday night and beats Ohio State 73-68. to So this was a bad Hmm. weekend for Ohio State sports. Not good at all. But having said that, it is what it is. And damn it, Chris... Although we are talking about a loss, let's hope for a big win this weekend and let's leave them like we always do. OH! IO! Go Bucks!
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.